What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. Tell me what that squirrel was eating. How was that squirrel eating a while ago? Do it. Yep, that's exactly how it happens. Thank you very much for giving me these delicious walnuts. I like them very much. You are a nice person. I will be sure to come back tomorrow to get some more walnuts. You are my favorite person. Actress Hayden Panettiere gets vulnerable and shares a secret addiction she's battled since she was a teenager. Dozens of Hollywood leftists seethed on a phone call with White House aides about President Biden's horrendous presidency so far. A woke Universal Music employee got fired for refusing to work because he's sad about Roe. And a Grammy Award-winning singer and former Nickelodeon star speaks out against trans lunacy. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Nashville star Hayden Panettiere revealed to People Magazine that she has had a secret struggle with alcohol and opioids for years. She was first given pills at 15 so she'd be more peppy on the red carpet while giving interviews, but had no idea that this would open the door to her addiction. I got myself, you know, to treatment, I finally made that call and said, I need help, I need help, I need to go somewhere. Um, and I've been several places and every place, you know, I, I, I took something from and would get a little bit better and would slide back down, get a little bit better. Um, and then finally I realized, I think, what what was at the, the core of it was this unresolved trauma. I found a place that literally ripped me open and um, and then put me back together again and I had to unpack everything and all these memories that came up that I didn't even remember that were suppressed. Ultimately, it led to her giving custody of her daughter, Kaya, completely to her husband in Ukraine because she was dealing not only with addiction, but severe postpartum depression that made her not want to spend time with her daughter at all. My daughter went to live in Ukraine, um, between Ukraine and Germany. Um, And I got to go over and, and see her as much as I wanted often, but I knew that she that the best thing that I could do, the hardest thing that I could do, the best thing that I could do for my daughter was to make sure that she was okay and take care of myself um, and make sure that I could be, you know, a good mom to her. So that sometimes means you have to let let them go. I think we got a glimpse of it from Hayden here talking about trauma that she forgot happened to her. And maybe she'll never talk about it publicly, but I think she suffered from severe sexual abuse as a child and is just now coming to terms with it. I sincerely hope she's healing and it sounds like maybe she is. Oh, come on, that was such a bad call. This is just a super rich story. Dozens of Hollywood leftists who voted for President Biden joined the White House for a phone call the other day. And according to three people on the call, the mood was fatalistic, AKA they are extremely frustrated with this presidency and feel doomed, as do we all. We choose truth over facts. 
They were even more pissed off when the White House aides started suggesting, hey, you know what? Why don't you post a couple clips from President Biden's speeches? You could put them on TikTok. And then they emailed them talking points for their social media. Will and Grace's Deborah Messing said she wondered if there was even a point to voting on the call. I am the prettiest girl in the world! Ah, uh, yes, Deborah, there is a point to voting. You see, elections always have consequences. Congratulations for learning this for the first time now. Better late than never. Plus, there are no more tweets that hurt your feelings. Be grateful. Your privilege is showing. Priorities. What have I done? Ow. But Deborah Messing isn't the biggest moron today. I think it might be Michael Lopez, a production coordinator that worked for Universal Music who refused to work because he was upset about Roe v. Wade getting overturned. He literally wrote in an email to his boss that he couldn't do a task because he was in mourning due to people with uteruses getting their rights stripped away. I don't wanna work. I just want to bang on this mug all day. So guess what Universal Music did? They fired him because he wasn't working. To which Michael posted on LinkedIn how horrible Universal Music Group was for firing a queer brown man such as himself who is fighting for people's rights with uteruses by not working or something. Such a scary fight, Michael. You're so brave. On the bright side, Michael has all the time in the world to protest now. His job, his choice. It threw me into such a depression. I literally was like, I feel assaulted. You probably don't know who the singer Macy Gray is, unless I sing this. Someone once told me the grass was much greener on the other side. Am I unlocking a memory yet? Someone once told me the grass is much greener on the other side. Well, I paid a visit while it's possible I missed it. Macy Gray is a Grammy award-winning artist, but millennials know her best for singing the As Told by Ginger theme song. Anyways, what's really cool is that Macy went on Piers Morgan show and said that cutting off your wang-a-lang doesn't make you a woman. And I, I will say this and everybody's gonna hate me, but as a woman, just because you go change your parts doesn't make you a woman. Right. Sorry. You feel that? I know that for a fact. She said, I don't think you should be called transphobic just because you don't agree. I just know there's a lot of judgment and throwing stones at people for just saying what it is, you know what I mean? And that's on true bravery. This is how true queens rule. If anyone wants to clap, now is the time to do it. It's time to take a blast to the past with the Pop Culture Rewind. This week in 1994, Amazon.com was founded. Alexa, can you tell me a nice joke? You look like you were born during the Great Depression. Also that same year this week, Forrest Gump released in theaters. It's a household name. Going back a little to 1957 to when John Lennon and Paul McCartney met for the first time as teenagers, just three years before starting the Beatles. Can Paul McCartney teach Kid Rock, how to be a good songwriter. I mean, that's a bad example, Kid Rock rules, but. For any sports fans out there, yay sports! The first Major League Baseball All-Star game was played in Chicago in 1933, proving that this was truly America's favorite pastime. In 1946 this week, French designer Louis Reard had the two-piece bikini modeled for the first time ever. <laughs> and lastly, 
early this week in 1981, but so important, President Ronald Reagan appointed Sandra Day O'Connor as the first female on the Supreme Court. And the evidence you give in this hearing should be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God. I do so. And that's what happened this week in pop culture history. Such a weird week, you know, the first episode on a Thursday. The good news is the new episode of The Spillover is now coming out tonight. That was like Speedy Gonzalez fast because of the holiday. And not to hype this up, but definitely gonna hype up this episode. This is the most requested topic for an episode we've had from day one. We have never covered it until now and it will completely change your life for the better as a woman. I want you to really prepare for this episode. Get a notebook out and a pen that you like to write with and take actual notes. And then share this episode with your female friends, your daughter, your sisters. It is the number one conversation we need to be having as women. And I can't wait for you to feel empowered and educated and ready to take back your bodies after tonight. Subscribe to The Spillover on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you don't miss it at 9 p.m. Pacific and midnight Eastern. You can also watch the interview starting at midnight on the Politics YouTube. Heart this episode if that was the best squirrel impersonation you've ever seen. Leave a squirrel emoji in the comments. Share this episode to your Instagram story and hit that save button. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern. 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.